friends welcome to monday's show morning studio morning why don't we start with a friendly debate we were having at my house over the weekend brushing your teeth in the shower hmm. <laughs> one oh. of us do it one of us don't i don't brush my teeth in the shower i have a whole dedicated space to brushing my teeth it's <laughs> called the sink Kaylin, however brushes her teeth in the shower spits in the drain and i'm like what kind of psychopath would brush their teeth in the shower <laughs> You can walk out of the shower and brush your teeth. So that was the conversation. Then I bring it up to Amy. Guess what Amy does? I brush my teeth in the shower. What? what? Yeah, and my husband thinks it's crazy. He thinks it's disgusting. So does my daughter. She's the other one that has a problem with it. And I don't understand. It's so convenient. There's water all around you. You're brushing. You can multitask, brush, wash your legs, whatever. I just feel like with the teeth brushing, there needs to be a dedicated time and space for that. I don't uh-huh. want to get it mixed up with... Other parts of me I'm washing, I take the brush and start no, working. You know, I, I don't, I don't I just, do that. I don't want any confusion there. Or maybe as girls, we get used to that because we sit with shampoo or conditioner in our hair for like a couple minutes. So that's probably when I started doing it because I was like, I'm just sitting here with this couple minutes. Also, hot water. I don't want to yes. brush my teeth with hot water. Ooh, I, I do. I know. You just told us you brush your teeth <laughs> in the shower. Yeah. And then you spit down the drain. I also floss in the shower. Yeah. Huh. What well, do you do with the floss? I wad it up in a ball and then I put it, and then I have to like go in and clean it out. But I know what? that part's a little gross huh. because the little wads of floss, you know, pile up in the little shelf in the shower. But I, I remove them <laughs> kind of like my hair, my uh, hair just balls. Raise your hand if you brush your teeth in the shower, Amy. You're the only that's one. It? You're the I'm lone. the only yeah, psychopath. Well, my wife does, and I think it's the oh, she does. Thing. Yeah, she. I had never heard of it before, and she started she doing it, and I was like, "That is so disgusting and weird." And I just guess now that Amy and Caitlin do it, it must be a woman thing. Morgan uh, doesn't do it. No, I don't do it. My wife doesn't. I do it. I have never heard of that in my life, and it's gross. And she leaves her toothbrush sitting there right next to the bar of soap, and I'm like, "What? Uh, why?" The other debate that we had is, what do you call? It's not really a spider, and I don't want to say the name of it yet. What do you call the spider-like thing? And growing up in Arkansas, we had them everywhere. Oh, I got it. It's got like a little brown, and then it's got the big legs. Oh, yeah. Okay. The tail thingy? Huh? No, what? no, 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 no. Tail. It's got, the, long, it's got the, leg, the legs, the big legs. Yeah, it's, le- got the yeah, big it's easy. Yeah, legs. So just say what you call that on the count of three. One, two, three. Daddy, Daddy long, long legs. legs. Okay. Okay, well, now that I know what animal it is, I say Daddy Long Legs. I always called it Granddaddy Long Legs. No. Why? What? What kind of psychopath <laughs> does yeah, that? <laughs> it's the Good News Countdown. Counting down the biggest good news stories across the land. All right, here we go. Quick hitters, all to make you smile. Number five. A McDonald's drive through wouldn't serve a guy and his kid because they didn't have a car. So a 12-year-old that was right in front of them in line who had ordered a Happy Meal got out of his car and gave that kid without the car his Happy Meal. thought that was a pretty cool story. Number four. A dog followed an ambulance that transported their owner to a hospital. I mean, think about that. The dog chases the ambulance. That's like something you see in a book. Yeah, doesn't seem real life. Then the dog waited outside each day while their owner was in the hospital. Even when the family took the dog home, it ran back to the hospital. The determined dog returned to the hospital every single day. The owner was finally released last week, and obviously the dog was there waiting for him. Wow. My dog would not... As long as my dog was getting fed in a little bit of ball, he's good. <laughs> he don't need me that much. That's an awesome story. I wish I had that dog. Number three. 
A guy in North Carolina was on his way to work when he hit two deer with his new car. He was so angry, he went straight home, got back in bed. But he woke up later. He checked his Mega Millions ticket. What? He won $2 million. <laughs> no! Wow! <laughs> Forget about those deer. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> he now opened up a deer sanctuary. Oh. No, he did. I'm kidding. Number two. Two newlyweds have a lot to celebrate right now. They recently got married and got the vaccine. And you're wondering, how did that happen? Well, they're old newlyweds. She's 86. He's 90. Wow. <laughs> it's never too late. They hmm. met in 2019. And then after the pandemic hit, they got married. And finally, number one. I'm glad you said never too late, Eddie. Vince never received a high school diploma since he went to service country in the Korean War at age 17. Here he is receiving a letter informing him his diploma was now on the way. He picked it up last week, 70 years after leaving high school. You gotta be kidding me. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> I hoped it was. Wow. Oh, crap. Aw, oh, there you that. go. That was the Good News Countdown. Mike D., our writer, who writes a lot of the games that we do, and he's just like, please pepper spray me. I want to know what it feels like. I didn't want to do it, but he was going to have it done somewhere. So I said, okay, just come over to the house. We'll do it at the house because there I have everything. Towels, shower, Caitlin's there, a car to drive into the hospital if he needs it. Everything was there. And I thought to myself, what can... How can our listeners benefit from Mike D being sprayed in the face of pepper spray? And it hit me. Does this stuff really work? Like if you have one of these as your keychain in case someone comes and tries to mug you, do you think it would really work? The answer is, after doing it to Mike, and I'll play you a clip, is yes. (laughs) 100%. Just make sure you know how to do the thumb thing because it kind of has a safety on it. Oh, really? Thank goodness. So you don't just, you know, pop yourself in the the poo-poo with it. (laughs) So, but no to use it, but then no, it works. Why were you craving to have this done? I just wanted to see what it felt like. Okay, so I had it. And I have the pink thing in my hand. And it's red like you're, it's, it is what, it looks like you're shooting queso on his face. Oh, really? <laughs> it's not it, clear? No. Oh, interesting. Except it hurts when you breathe. Like I'm shooting him and I'm going, uh, uh, uh. and I took my hand and I want to cross his face three times. One, two, three. Now, we have audio here? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Here is clip number one. Okay, we are at my house right now, uh, not at the radio station in case any of our bosses are listening, (laughs) and I am going to spray Mike D with pepper spray because... I want to be sprayed in the face to feel the sensation. There are a lot of sensations I've wanted to feel. (laughs) Never has this one popped into my mind. And you are saying if something happens to you, you are releasing me of all guilt. You are released of anything. Criminal activity. This This is just for me. So here we go. I'm nervous, but I do it. Let's count it down. Three, two, one. All right. Got him right there. Okay, it's in his eyes. It's red. Oh, my gosh. Woo. Look at me. Oh. Woo. Woo. Oh, he's spinning. Descri- yeah. Describe what you're feeling. It's like fire in your eyes. <laughs> yeah. I can't even open them. Okay. Oh. When you open them, it makes it worse. <laughs> He's drooling. <laughs> Woo! Is that the worst pain you've ever felt? Yes. <laughs> I'm good. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
there you have it. He got sprayed in the face with pepper spray. Are you glad you did it? I'm glad I did it. Would you want to do it again? Oh, no. Not at all. Was it worse than you thought? It was worse than I thought, and it's not just the pain in your eyes that immediately just loses all your sight. It's that breathing it in, I think you heard in my voice there, made it hard. So I go back into my house. I'm working on some stuff, and I text Mike like an hour later and go, hey, I'm just checking in. Are you okay? He goes, yeah, I'm okay. I'm still here. It's your house. <laughs> I was well, like, yeah, still he here? He's like, he's like, I, I'm not leaving right now. Yeah, it took about 15 minutes for my eyes to open again, and then 30 minutes for the burning to stop. So would you tell people that this is a good thing to have on them? I mean, it's extremely effective. Like, you're totally out of it. You can't do anything. You're, like, completely just blind. It's intense. I need to get some to carry around. Any question for him? No, I mean, no. I'm thankful to hear he doesn't want to do it again. Because I was getting worried about him wanting to f- the sensation of pain. Because I feel like if we dug deeper, that could mean something. Uh, like he's wanting to just feel in general. Um, but yeah, no. It seems like it was just the thing, and he's over it. Do you recommend it for someone else to have it for protection? Yes. Do you recommend someone getting shot in the face? Uh, no, with it do not recommend it. Not worth it. You don't want to feel it. Are you? Regretting that you did it. No, I'm glad I did it. Yeah. I wanted to see what it felt like. I know what it feels like, so I'm no, don't regret it. Are you still craving putting on a bulletproof vest and having someone <laughs> shoot it? I think I'm good on safety equipment. Oh, you're good now. <laughs> I'm good now. Now he's good. He's, I got my fix. He's itch. He scratched that itch. Okay. There. Hey, listen. He did it. Yeah. We learned something from it. Mike D's pepper sprayed. You can go over to our uh, Bobby Bone Show account and see a video. He put a GoPro on his head. As it was happening, so he had the footage. Oh, awesome. <laughs> also shot on my TikTok, but his GoPro footage is, is pretty funny. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So when Darius Brown was eight years old, his sister taught him how to make bow ties. Then when he uh, started making them for friends around school, he's like, oh, maybe I'm onto something. I'll start making them for people. Then he realized he could use his talent to help animals. So a couple years later, at 10 years old, he started making bow ties for cats and dogs at shelters to help them get adopted, especially elderly ones or older ones that people didn't really want. And now it's he's 14 years old, so he has donated over 600 bow ties in all these years, which is super cool and obviously a lot of animals have gotten adopted because of him. And his mom just helped him launch a Facebook and Instagram page where people can donate because obviously it costs money to make them. And it's called Bow and Paws. I'm a sucker for an animal in a bow tie. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're cute. Yeah. They're like exponentially raises their cuteness. Yeah. If I went to a shelter and there was the same animal, no bow tie and bow tie, I'm for sure adopting the bow tie <laughs> animal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Good for you, kid. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Let's go over to the phones and talk to Taylor in North Carolina who has been waiting. Taylor, how are you? How's it going, Bobby? Pretty good. What can I help you with? I start my new detention officer job. You guys got any advice for that? What the? Well, we don't. Wait, you're going to... Uh, Maybe lunchbox. We got advice for everything, <laughs> but I don't know what to tell you if you're going to go work <laughs> with a bunch of inmates. Uh, what did they tell you? Like, what have you had to learn in order to work in a prison? Well, um, they told me I got to, you know, possibly eventually got to take down inmates. They try to get it in my face, but I'm just nervous about it because, I mean, granted, I just got back from deployment last year, but I don't really see me really struggling with it, but I just didn't know if you guys had advice about it. Well, I mean, I could give you advice on starting a new job, but... you. Any job that goes, hey, here's my advice. You have to take down inmates. I don't got a lot for you. Mm-hmm. Um, have you read anything online from other detention center workers who tell stories about this? Yeah, they say 
it's not bad to work for, but the one I work, I'm about to work for in Pittsburgh, uh, North Carolina. They said it's not bad, but and I just didn't know if you guys, you know, get some pointers like what watch out for and stuff like that. Do you think we've been in prison? We don't. I would say though that it sounds like you might encounter some rough days. And maybe you should find time for you on your time off or on the weekends or whatever, whenever you're not working, some self-care. What are you doing to separate yourself from from home life and work life? Because I would imagine some days you take that stress home with you because it could probably be a lot. Wife's going to shank him. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I mean, find a way to decompress in a way and compartmentalize if possible. Yeah. Mm. Craig Campbell, the country singer. Yeah. Used to work in a jail. That's mm-hmm. right. In a prison. And he said that it wasn't that bad. Listen, I would assume, based on what I've heard and seen on Netflix, right, that Hollywood makes it probably a little rougher than it is, but occasionally it can be pretty bad. This is me knowing nothing about it at all. So let me say that. I would also say keep your head on a swivel. Mm-hmm. Always be looking around because you never know what inmate 32 is going to do. Mm-hmm. I've just heard bad things about that guy. In the movies, too, don't they like... You know, like sometimes befriend the guards and then kind of like stab them in the back. Or he could keister in stuff for the and make a little extra money from the prisoners. Bones, that's not good advice. Oh, hey, did they talk to you, Taylor, about you can't be bringing stuff in for the for the prisoners? And yes, 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 yes. They said you can't bribe that due to COVID. They can't get reading books right now. Due to COVID, you can't bribe? When COVID's over, you can bribe? Is that what he said? No, he said you can't even bring reading <laughs> books in now, which normally would be allowed, I guess, to bring in, mm. but because of COVID, they can't. Oh, that stinks for them. They can't even read? Well, new books. Mm. Taylor, we have nothing for you as far as the prison part, except ask a lot of questions, talk to people who have done it for a long time, ask them advice on you know, what they wish they would have known when they started that job. You'll learn a lot from folks saying that, that question, like, hey, when you started, what do you wish you would have known? That'll help you out. And, like, you need to be tough, but also part of you oh. or part of me wants you to be, like, Sweet. firm but calm and kind. Oh, you're a good like, parent. I think <laughs> that, yes, because these, if people that are in jail, like, something happened in their life to give them, put them where they are. Like, you know, so have compassion for them, but you got to be firm. You don't want them taking advantage of you, but you may be someone that they're like, hey, this guy's got it together. He was in the military. Now he's got this job. I can get out and I can make a difference. I could do better. Like you could be that encouragement That's to good, them. That's good, Amy. Are you a big guy, Taylor? No, I'm, a, I'm about, a, about 200 pounds. But I mean, how tall are you? 5'7". Uh, That's a pretty thick 5'7 guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I keep, hit, <laughs> keep hitting the weights. Get a little cardio yep. in. You'll be ready. Oh, yes. Yeah. All right. Well, we know nothing about jail, but uh, we wish you the best, man. And thanks for calling us. And in like a month, call us back and tell us how the month has been. Oh, absolutely, Bobby. I love, I'm going to say this before I leave. I love you guys. I listen to you guys every morning. I listen to you guys from 6 until I go to work, even when I'm driving. I just love all you guys. And we hope you continue loving us alive and healthy and enjoying your job of very little stress. That's what we're hoping. Best yeah, case yeah. scenario. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and not to get shanked. All right. Taylor, <laughs> good, <laughs> good, to, good to talk to you. Have a good day at work. See you, bud. All right. Appreciate it. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. I'll play you this clip. After a girl got some teeth pulled, her mother was taking her home. I mean, she looks about 12 to 14 years old, blonde hair, and she had had the anesthesia, and she thought Harry Potter was in love with her. <laughs> she was so messed up. <laughs> Here's her mom recording the whole thing. Harry was like, hey, in? I 
am in love with you. <gasps> no. Harry. Oh, not Draco, Harry? Harry. Am Did I you tell him you're in love with him? No. Oh, I'm friends on that. <laughs> oh, that's a bad word. <laughs> <laughs> say a bad word. <laughs> <laughs> So here we go. After analyzing pizza orders from thousands of restaurants in the United States and Canada, these are the top 10 pizza toppings. Let's play the feud. 10 answers are on the board. Amy, name America's most popular pizza topping. Pepperoni. Pepperoni. <laughs> Correct. What number? Number one. Yeah, for mm. sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no that doubt. was easy. Next up. Oh, man. That's... I don't know. Okay. Um, onions. Show me onions. Yes. Number four. Okay. Um, mushrooms. Mushrooms. Oh. Domination. It's a pretty easy one to get the start of the category. What number? Yeah. What three. number was that? Three. That's three. Okay. Uh, well, I don't know if they say this like ham or Canadian bacon. They're the same thing. Ham or Canadian bacon. Number eight. Oh, okay. Uh, jalapenos. Ooh. Jalapenos or peppers? Yeah. Show me peppers! Oh, oh wow, 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 wow. All right. Four answers are off the board. Lunchbox. America's favorite pizza toppings. There are six left. Oh, she said onions, right. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, if you got Canadian bacon, what goes with the Canadian bacon but pineapple? Show me pineapple! Number nine. Woo! Uh, I like pineapple on pizza. That's good. I mean, I it's, not, it's my, not my favorite. Yeah. yeah, it's not my favorite, but if you're going to have it there, I'm going to order it. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll eat, eat it. I'll eat it too. Hmm. What else you got? I'm not scared of that. Hey, you know, give me some sausage on that pizza. Give the guy sausage! Woo! There it is. I love that sausage, man. Yeah, he does. All right. Now... This one, I don't. I, I need some clarification on this because some people, I don't know if you consider it a topping, but when you go to order a pizza and they want you want extra cheese, it's a topping. So for this game, I don't know if it's a topping. So I'm gonna go with cheese. Okay. Survey says. Yeah. Uh, number six. Let me read some of these back to you. Pepperonis at one. Sausage is at two. Mushrooms is at three. Onions is at four. Extra cheese is at six. Ham is at eight. Pineapple is at nine. There are three answers left on the board. Ooh. What else do people get on pizza? Man, it looks like sausage. It's a meat. Give me some hamburger. Show me hamburger. That was a stretch. I didn't feel confident. When you said it, I tried to sell it. Eddie, there are three answers left on the board. Bones, you know me. I love pizza. I think I've got all three. For sure. Let me go first, though, with olives. Show me. Olives. Oh, man. Which I think is disgusting. It's gross. Next, bell peppers. Dang it. We did peppers. We did peppers. I'm sorry. Incorrect. Because you did add peppers to that, didn't you? We did say peppers. Sorry. Amy, there are two answers left on the board. So you did have that one. You're right. Okay. uh, Tomatoes. Huh? What? I've seen them on there. Yes. Okay, I've seen a lot of things on pizza. <laughs> tomatoes come the on tomato pizza? sauce is the sauce. Yeah, but mm-hmm. and then you get tomato. I'm uh, with you, Amy. Is it a stretch that you're about to hear the buzz here? Yeah. No, sorry, not talking. Okay, well, Still two on the board. 
These are America's favorite pizza toppings. Lunchbox? Man, I jeez, you guys are wiping me out. I feel like we've named all the toppings that go on pizza. Number five and number ten are still remaining. Number five and number ten. If I'm looking at a pizza and I order the Supreme, that comes with mushrooms. Uh, give me chicken. <gasps> oh, yeah, like a barbecue chicken. Like a barbecue. That's oh. on the Supreme? No, I just no, thought of it when okay. I was thinking Supreme. I thought, what do I, You know, every once in a while you get chicken, you get the white pizza that has chicken. Hmm. Okay, uh, show me chicken. Yeah. Wow. Didn't feel it. All right, I'm going to give credit to Ninja Turtles on this one. No anchovies. Give me anchovies. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, one more round. Running quick. out. Yeah, okay. you guys are running out. Um, spinach. Wait, hold on. Ooh. Do you, oh. Good. oh, you think it's good? Yeah, I think that's good. I don't good. think that's good. People get it on their so, pizza. You don't think it's good. You do think it's good. No, I don't think it's good. I don't think spinach <laughs> is on there. I don't know. I've never seen pizza with a spinach in I my have. life. Would you guys like to have a little $5 wager between you two? Uh, yes, I'll go spinach for you, sure. You think it's on there. You think it's not. Yeah. yeah. Well, what Are in the you world? guys betting five bucks? Yeah, five dollars. Okay. Because I, I've just, I've ordered a lot of pizza in my life and never have they put spinach on my pizza. Because you, you have to order it. <laughs> oh, good one. Good one, Amy. Got him. Point Amy. Point Amy. <laughs> the top pizza <laughs> toppings. Show me spinach. Ah! <laughs> Number ten. Why me, my friend? Number ten. Yeah. What? Okay, one left on the you board. You have to order it. Oh, Amy so got this him. Is me. What kind of weirdo <laughs> gets spinach on their pizza? Okay, the same weirdo that gets pineapple. Um. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Point Amy. <Yeah. laughs> Let me think here. You got one left. We got onions, olives. The number five is answer is left. Number five. So I mean, it's got to be like a meat. Like a strong meat, like what is that? What is a meat? Prosciutto? Is that like no? It's like yeah. Go with that one. It's like a turkey. Yep, (laughs) turkey Turkey pizza. I've had that before. (laughs) (laughs) Ham? No, we already did that. Bacon, bacon. We already did that. Bacon? (laughs) I don't think we've done bacon. We haven't. Canadian bacon, she said. Yeah, yeah, but that's bacon's what I different. yeah, but bacon's different than Canadian bacon. Oh, okay. I mean, I guess that is ham. <laughs> because ham, ham is different than, can, than Canadian bacon. Okay. Oh, I thought they were the same. Do you think that... Can, I'll let you guys make your money back if you want. Do you think that bacon, the answer bacon, is on here? <laughs> yes. No. I, I, now I do because you defended you, it. Okay, but you never know what I want to do. <laughs> so you say yes. Yes. You say... No. Do you guys want to double <laughs> sure. or nothing? Double or nothing, baby. Let's, let's go. Your money back? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so... If he's laughing, I lost. If straight, <laughs> he's laughing, I lost. He's laughing, I lost. If straight he's bacon is on, anyway, he, he, he's laughing. You gotta because read I him, Lunchbox. You gotta read him. Okay. No, I know because he's laughing. I know it. He loves when I lose money. He thinks it's the best thing in the world. <laughs> I do too, though. Okay, one answer on the board. If okay. it's bacon, Eddie will be up ten dollars on Lunchbox. Ah, yeah. If it's not, well, we're back to even. <laughs> Show me bacon. Yeah! I knew it. I knew it. it. Right when he laughed, it was over. I, got, I couldn't, and I'm Canadian not back out. Bacon Eddie. and bacon are different things. Yes, they are. Yes. Okay. Uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That's what's up. That's fun. Nice job. Now, Amy, you win the yeah, game. Amy. You win the game. Eddie, you win the money. <laughs> Here's the question for you When's the best time to have a deep conversation with your spouse? You guys think about that. The best time. I don't know if I figured that out yet, but I'll think. No, I'm going to ask you in like five seconds. I'm just giving you a second to think about it. Right. I'm saying I don't know if I figured out what best time of day. Okay. <laughs> Everybody say it on the count of three because I don't want anyone to steal anyone's answer. 
One, two, three. Seven Nine, seven. Seven. Okay, I have no idea what anyone said. <laughs> <laughs> I would have said at dinner at night. Because we'll usually have dinner at the table, us two. Most of the time, my phone's away. Sometimes it's not. But we can usually bond pretty well then. I guess it's whether you have kids or not. Because mm-hmm. to me, that wouldn't work. Yeah. Okay, you? Uh, Saturday morning over coffee <laughs> when, no- <laughs> yeah. when nobody else can talk. Right before bed. So that way, you're just like, okay. <gasps> glad, glad we got that out of the way. Good night. <laughs> Laying in bed. How do you yeah. sleep, guys? Like with my eyes closed. I just go, like, oh, let's have us talk. Roll over. Good night. They say the best time is at brunch. Late morning is when the brain is best able to process important life decisions. Mm. I don't have brunch with her. No, I don't either. Well, I was closest. <laughs> you were asking Amy. for you guys. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So I have a list of the top five best country songs about dance. Is I Hope You Dance on there? No, it's not. Leanne Womack, I Hope You Dance, the greatest country song with the word dance in the title that's not The Dance from Garth Brooks? Wow. Okay, is is Garth Brooks The Dance on there? Actually, that's number one. Okay. Our lives are better left in dance. I could have missed the pain. Okay. In at number five, Footloose, Blake Shelton. Not a guy to cut loose. Is that about dancing? Well, well, yeah, because it's from the movie. I asked Blake about this song once. I was like, is it okay that Footloose is my favorite song of yours? (laughs) Because it's it's a cover. Yeah, Yeah, and I was just kind of kidding. And he's like, heck yeah, man. Okay, Footloose. I love that. That doesn't feel like it's a country song. I know Blake's singing it, but Mm -hmm. I I have trouble with that one. Next. I love this one. Life's a Dance, John Michael Montgomery. You learn as you go. Sometimes you leave. Turn it up. Sometimes you That's as loud as it can possibly be. Sorry, my ears. Life's a dance. You learn as you go. Okay. Okay, another good one. Josh Turner, Why Don't We Just Dance? Why don't we just dance on the hall? Maybe straight up the stairs. Bouncing off the wall. Walking on air, baby. However, if I'm re-ranking this list, the one before this was better. Life's a Dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't know what's going to beat that at number two, but hit me with it. Boot Scoot and Boogie Burks and Done. Come on. This to me feels like a line dance. Okay, which is the dance. I know. But this is about (laughs) doing the Boot Scoot and Boogie. Yeah. Okay. We're back. We're going to boogie. Yeah, this is number two. I'm good with that. I settle. And then, like we said, number one was The Dance by Garth Brooks. And I do have an honorable mention because I love this one. The fact that Footloose is in over I Hope You Dance is the biggest pile of crap. (laughs) What? Also honorable mention because at number six, George Strait, I Just Want to Dance with You. I just want to dance with you. (laughs) This is better than Footloose. I agree. Footloose. And you do need the I hope you dance in there. Yeah. Did that make even make the top ten or do you have the top ten? No, I don't have that. Alright. Alright. What else you got over there? I just wanna dance with you. Okay, well, social media can now predict your breakup three months before it happens. Ooh. A new study was done that found that social media posts uh, start to include self-focused words like I, me, mine, as you start thinking about things more 
analytically instead of emotionally. You go from we to I. Also, it probably knows you're not posting as many pictures yeah. of with the person you post pictures with. There's facial recognition. Amy, is that it? Yes. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. So there was a proposal on the beach, and it was all beautiful, but then it became frantic when the ring was gone. His name's Brian. He popped a question to Anna Davis. She said yes, and then the ring was just like, uh, I dropped the ring. And so all of a sudden, they're looking everywhere. No no luck. So they post up on a Facebook page, the Tybee Island Facebook group, and they say, hey, if anybody can find this ring, this is kind of where we were. Please help us. So someone named Mr. Foy came to the rescue. He spent 20 minutes searching in that general area, found the diamond ring, got it to them a day later. So thanks to social media and some guy who was nice enough to take it back. Did he have his metal detector? It didn't say if he had a metal detector or not. Mr. Foy, I, I would assume that he had a metal detector. And <laughs> socks Does all the way up to his like knees. Some- <laughs> Sandals. Well, shout out Mr. Foy. There you go. Imagine you lost your ring, though, in the sand, and it's just gone. I don't think I would leave. It'd be like when my dog was lost a few years ago. You don't want to go home. You don't want to quit. Yeah, you don't want to give up. Dang, Mr. Foy, shout out. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Over to Amy now for the morning corny. The morning corny. Where do toy stores keep their Arnold Schwarzenegger action figures? Where do toy stores keep their Arnold Schwarzenegger action figures? I'll be back. <laughs> I'll be back. I love it. <laughs> that was the morning corny. Morgan, do you get that? <laughs> I think it's the I'll be back, right? Okay. Right? She's, she's yeah. way younger than us. I know. Sometimes I'll send it to you. Because she'll post it on Instagram. And sometimes if it's a reference that maybe she doesn't get, I'll see it later on Instagram, not like written out correctly at all. And so I'll just make sure that you get it. I'll be back. Yes. Just if you would have heard this joke on the radio, would you have laughed? Or are you too young for it? It would have taken a minute, but yes, I would have laughed. Okay. There We're you still go. good. There it is. The morning corny, everybody. I got an email from a parent going, hey, my kid was bullied at school. He stood up to the bully. This is what he did. Now what do I do? I'll just read you the email next. As a person who's been bullied forever, like it fires me up. Got a couple parents in here. Probably going to fire you up, too. (laughs) But wait till you hear the scenario. We'll do that coming up next. It's a Bobby Bones Show live performance. Walker Hayes. Fancy like. My girl is banging. She's solo maintenance. Don't need no champagne. Popping entertainment. Take her to Wendy's. Can't keep her off. She want to dip me light and fries in her frosty. But every now and then when I get paid, I got to spoil my baby with an upgrade. Hey, 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 yeah, we fancy like Applebee's on a date night. Got that bourbon street steak with the Oreo shake and some whipped cream on the top two. Two straws, one check, girl, I got you. Bougie like Natty in the styrofoam. Squeeze, squeaking in the chub bed all the way home with some Alabama jamming. She my Dixieland like, hey, that's how we do, how we do. Fancy like. Nice. Woo! Walker Hayes this morning. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Dear Bobby Bones, my son is 12 and in middle school. He is the small and smart kid. Well, he decided to stand up to a bully 
in a slap match in the bathroom at school and had a friend video it. Mm. I found it on his phone. I'm not sure what to do. I'm not sure to be happy or mad. Do you have any advice on how to go about talking to him? That is from Joey. Joey, thank you for the email. I also hate a bully. First of all, I like to applaud him. Just standing up to a bully in any way. I still get upset when people are bullying folks on the internet, in real life. Once bullied, always bullied. That's how I feel. So good for your son for standing up to a bully. The fact that he recorded it is kind of awesome. And I'm going to just be the bullied one and let you guys be the parents. Okay. okay? I'm just going to speak as the person who was bullied forever. The fact that he stood up to him and recorded it and won. It's amazing. Get him PS5. That's what I say. <laughs> Celebrate him. He obviously shouldn't be doing that at school because he can get in trouble. But that's not for me to say. I'm the bullied. I'm not the parent. Amy? I mean, I wasn't bullied, and thankfully I don't have to deal with this, so I don't know that I have the best advice other than, like, just wanting to comfort your child and make sure they know not to listen to that bully. I know that you're not supposed to, like, call the other parents, I don't think, to tell them, but part of me wants to really bad to make sure that the 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 parents of the bully know what their kid is doing. But he won the match. Yeah. Like, it's not like you're He's calling a, a parent to go, hey, stop, stop bullying my kid. The kid just fixed it. The bully's not going to be popping that oh, kid so, anymore. So you don't think the bully will keep it up? No, he just lost. He won the match. Here's, like- here's the thing about bullies. They fold once they're folded. Okay, right? but moving forward, what if he gets bullied again? Is this how he handles it? No, slap match every Thursday. Show him the video. <laughs> 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 Are you are you bullying me? Look at this. Yeah, watch this. Eddie? Oh, I love it. I think it's I think it's a great way to stand up to a bully. I love that, like you said, I love that he recorded it because that shows he's got a sense of humor. Like he's really like, all right, I'm gonna record this, I'm gonna win it. And he has that to motivate himself if he ever gets bullied again. He's like, look what I did. I re- I'll always remember this of me doing a slap contest with this bully, and I beat him. This is great. I think it's a great learning lesson for him. As a parent, I'd be proud of him. And so I as would- a parent, you would tell your kid, Eddie, if some set up a slap match in the bathroom and film it. I <laughs> I just don't know that you would do that. I love that he did it. I wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't say like, hey, dude, this is what you do. But the fact that he did it, I, I think he handled it perfectly. Okay, but the, that... Okay. The real answer is this. You tell your kid, hey, I'm glad you stood up for yourself, but yeah. you can't be doing that at school because then you're going to get in trouble too. See, yeah. I think this is worth getting in trouble for. Okay, and, and you're the parent. That's why I'm asking right. you what you would say here. He did win. Like, that, I know. First of all, this is what I'd do. I'd, I'd order him a wrestling championship belt from the internet. Oh, I love that, Bones. And I'd be like, come here. Let's have a talk. You know if you hit someone at school, they could suspend you, right? That's what I tell them. Like, if you get caught doing this, you're going to get in trouble. Your grades are going to go down. We can't have you doing that. But now that I've told you that, you are the champion. And I give them the belt, and I say, hey, good for you. You stood up to a bully. Just don't get busted at school doing this. Right. Because that will not be good for you. They're $14.99, championship belt, a toy. I love that idea. So once in radio, we had broken into another radio station. This is... a story from when I was uh, 21 years old. This other station had been messing with us forever. They were the big station. We were the small station. They had put stickers on our van. And I was like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not dealing with this anymore. So I took my guy, who was kind of my sidekick, and I said, we're going to go in. We came up with a scheme to get into their radio station. We went in. I, t- I, I took pictures from their studio and showed them how to run the board through their pictures. We got on their airwaves, locked the door, drove around town. They couldn't get into their station, and here I was broadcasting on their airwaves. <laughs> it's documented fully in, my, in the book I wrote called Bare Bones, but 
what happened was I get called in the next morning and my general manager is just screaming at me. Spit flying out of his mouth. He's like, do you understand the trouble that you could get into with the law, the FCC, with the fines, with you broke into their building, on and on and on. And then he goes, shut the door. And I thought, well, if he did that with the door open, <laughs> what's about to happen with the door closed? The belt. So I shut the door and he takes his hand and he sticks it out and he goes, that was awesome. Never do it again. Yeah. Like, don't let them take advantage of us like that. Yeah. So same kind of thing. I scared. I learned my lesson on the front side. Don't do that. That's really probably not the best way to do it. But it was awesome because I stood up to a bully. I basically got the championship belt right there. Yes. But I don't know if you're listening right now, Joey, but tell your son I'm proud of him. Yeah. But don't get in trouble doing that. <laughs> we got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. In the next segment, Lunchbox, we're going to let you make a little money. I like money. It is your favorite thing in the world. Yes, if, money. If you are ranking things, huh. your family, um, Austin, Texas, where you're from, money. Soccer. Soccer. Yeah. Where would you rank those for? Oh, money is number one by far. Okay. I mean, money makes the world go round. Everybody says, oh, you don't need money. Oh, yeah. Okay. Go try to eat without money. What's number two? My family. Okay. Tough, well, tough call. I mean, do you consider me part of my family or? Okay. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is we're going to give Lunchbox a chance to make some money just saying words. Okay. So I'm going to hold up a sheet of paper. He can't hear this. So here you go. Plotist. So we can hear it in our ears. He cannot. And he's going to try to say that word. Here it is again. Flautist. How would you say that? I'm holding it up. Flautist. 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 Yeah, how many chances do you get, Bones? Well, he gets one, but he can okay. talk it out. Okay. That's borderline, because they're saying flautist here. This is flautist. We would maybe flautist. give you five bucks there. All right. But that's yes. an example. That doesn't uh. count. We have harder words. Lunchbox pronouncing words <laughs> is the next segment. You guys hang out. We'll do that on the way. I've got five words on a piece of paper. I'm going to hold it up. Can Lunchbox pronounce it? That's the game. If he can, he wins $5 for every word he gets right. Wow, okay. Okay, so we'll be able to hear the words. He can't. He has no headphones on. Play the first word, Raymundo. Acai. Okay. Lunchbox, I'm holding it up. Play one more time, please. Acai. You're seeing the word. How would you pronounce that? I know this one. Go ahead. I know this one. There's a smoothie shop by my house. I used to get the bowls. Acai bowls. <laughs> so, but I need you to say the word like you would say Akai. Acai. They didn't sound the same to me, right? No. no. <laughs> the word is acai. Oh, well, they don't correct me at the smoothie shop. Because <laughs> probably a lot of people do it. I also used to call it an Akai bowl. <laughs> but okay, number two. Can you pronounce Oh, yeah, I know that one. Let me play it for everybody. Mischievous. Okay. Mischievous. Can you pronounce that? Yeah, you want to know that one? Yeah. Mischievous. That, that, that's that, that, but that's not the answer. It's not. That's how I say that. It's mis- mischievous. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I say mischievous. It's got to be the way this person. Yeah, says, that's right? got to be the rule. Yeah. Yeah, Mis- this is the official pronunciation. Wow. Mischievous. Wow. Okay, leaving money on the table, man. Yeah, I'm learning three stuff more too. shots here. Oh, uh, this one's hard. Raymundo, play this one. Niche, also American. Niche. Ooh. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. One more time. Niche, also American. Niche. Man, it almost looks a little Spanish. Nietzsche. <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> Nietzsche. Is that right? Why would you think that was Spanish? Just asking. 
I don't know. The E on the end kind of throwing me off. It just seems like Nietzsche. Like you do the E. What do you think that is? Uh, I don't what know. What do you think a Nietzsche is? <laughs> Some kind of an animal? Yeah, the wild Nietzsche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're dangerous. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it could be a rare animal that I've never heard of or seen. Maybe it's in Africa. From, or Mexico. Yeah. It's Spanish. <laughs> the, your options would have been niche. Oh. Or what was the other one they offered? N- niche. Niche. Also American. Niche. 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 That's niche what throws niche. me off as I oh. hear people say it why differently. They, see, okay, why have the E then if it's just niche? Mm-hmm. It's stupid. Niche. Okay. Yeah, it's stupid, man. I didn't talk to the person who created the word. No, it is stupid. Do you know what a niche is? Um, it's like a small... Oh, sm- it's, a, it's a small segment. Yeah, right. I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I didn't know that's how it's spelled, though. Next up, as Lunchbox tries to pronounce words... Affidavit. Oh, I know that one. All right. Yeah. Affidavit. Like what? Court word. Okay, go ahead. Affidavit. <laughs> again? Affidavit. Affidavit. Hold on, hold on. We got two of these things. Um, let me hear the clip again. Affidavit. Say it. Affidavit. Oh, we can't. Oh, we can't. Do you we can't. see it, though? Are you it see the last word? letter. Yeah, it's an affidavit. <laughs> Spell it. A-F-F-I-D-A-V-I-T. But how do you? That's how you say it. Affidavit. <laughs> it's spelled with a T at the end. Say it. Yeah, but the last one was spelled with an E on the end. But you don't say the E. So what, I mean, what am I supposed to do? If there's no Good D. Point. You're putting in a D. There's no D. It's, you call it an affidavit. That's what it's called. <laughs> that's what the lady just said. And that's what she said in her well, ear. How much money does he have? Zero dollars. <laughs> how would you have said that? You would say affidavit. I'd say affidavit. That's what I just said. No. I said, right? Isn't it, isn't what I said? And you're reading it, so I thought you would even say it. Yeah, I just, I, we can't No, because I've seen the word, and I call it an affidavit. <laughs> like, when you go to court, you got to get an affidavit. Right? Isn't that a court word? I don't know what it means. Affidavit. What is an affidavit? It's like a document, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Court word. I'm oh. sorry. We can't give that one to Dang, you. Dang, man. This is But this one's worth $10. Oh, yeah. Oh. All right. Let's go. Let's step up the game. He may get this one, though, because he knows it. Do you, Ray, Let play it see. real quick. Worcestershire. He's not getting that. You don't think so? No way. No, because even, I, I mean, I, I never I, say I, I can right. see the word through the paper, and oh. I know what it is. Okay, here you go. Ray, play it again, please. Worcestershire. Oh, man, that's a tough one. Walk this one out. Oh, well, W-O-R-C-E-S-T-E-R-S-I-R-E. It's a sauce. Yeah. I call it Worcester sauce. <laughs> Worcester. <laughs> Worcester sauce. Worcester. But there's no H, though. Worcestershire. Worcester. Worcestershire. Is that right? No, no, we're doing our own thing over oh, here. You're, the doing audience. Thing. <laughs> you're working it out. We're, we're, we're doing it. But there's no H. I've always called it Worcester sauce. Worcestershire. Or. Worcestershire? Worcestershire. No, that's not Worcester. Worcestershire. 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 And it's not, is it Worcestershire? No, I don't even know what I said at the beginning now because I'm trying to send it out too much. Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Okay, so we have to go to an answer now. You've had some time to spend with it. Oh, boy. Your, your final answer is Worcester. Worcestershire. Worcester. Worcester sauce. Worcestershire. Um, it is Worcestershire. Wor- Worcestershire? Worcestershire. 
Worcestershire. I say Worcestershire. I say Worcester. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I do. Let's not act like we're all perfect here. Well, I say that one wrong. I've said I think I would a have couple said of those wrong. Worcestershire. Yeah? That's yeah. I think how I would have said it. Worcestershire. Same. Worcestershire. Sauce. Or I would have just been like, pass me the sauce. <laughs> that one. <laughs> With the paper Dang, around it. Man. Lunchbox, I'm sorry you made no cash today. Uh, but I learned some new words. Affidavit. <laughs> Affidavit. That's right. Akaiboa. No, what is it called? Acai. 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 No, no. Acai. Acai. But he learned a few words, though. All right, Lunchbox, thank you. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. A freight train conductor in Georgia is driving a mile-long train when he looks up on the track and he sees someone laying on the tracks. He starts going, honk, honk, trying to get the guy's attention. Well, the guy's not moving, so he slams the brakes on and is able to stop the train in time. There was a homeless man that had tripped, fallen, was injured, couldn't get up, and was suffering from hypothermia. And all because the train conductor was alert and on his P's and Q's, stopped the train in time. Wow. I don't know much about trains, but I hear it's really hard to stop. Oh, it takes a oh, long yeah, like, way. Way in I'm glad you asked that I have my CDL Please. permit and I had to learn about thing. trains. Tell Did us. you really? Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought you were being sarcastic. No, Sorry. no, no. Like low belly vehicles. You know, there's just a lot of rules when driving the big rig about train tracks. If you have somebody in there with you, you got to stop. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to look. Obviously. (laughs) But you learn that they really, most times when they see you, they can't stop from when they can see you to now. Unless it's an extremely long stretch. Because there's just so much weight behind it. Man, that's awesome. Stop. I heard one inch from them. Yeah, one. I actually half an inch. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm making the story. All right, there you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. So inside of a relationship, somebody is doing this for hours in order to avoid a fight with the other person. And I'll say this. Both Caitlin and I do this. Okay. What do you think it is? Watch binge watch something. Like watch the other person's show. Yeah, like just get watch as many episodes as possible to avoid conflict. Watch a show you don't like. I wrote down. Watch a show you don't like. <laughs> oh, you're all right. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Americans watch hours of TV shows they hate just to avoid arguments with their partner. She spends so much time watching the news with me, or watching Arkansas basketball or football. That I kind of feel like I owe it to her to watch these cooking shows. Mm. I don't like cooking shows. I've started to get into kids' baking championship because I found my way to enjoy it. It's by betting on a kid. (laughs) I picked me a 10 or 11-year-old and root for him all the way through. But that's how we do it. In a survey of 2,000 Americans, they said they'll sit in front of the TV for hours each week watching a program that only their partner enjoys. And people tend to think their willingness to sit through a show is a true sign of love. Amy, what have you watched for your husband? Cobra Kai. All of it? M- some of it. It's not really my thing. Football for years. <laughs> You're disgusted. Golf. <laughs> and you'll sit and watch. You won't just let him watch. Yeah, I mean, I will. Ha- it's on. So, I mean, I'm, it's, it's in my presence. Sometimes I don't like sit and watch the whole golf thing, but I'll be there and I'll try to enjoy it. But football is probably more so that. But I mean, those are two I can think of right now. Yeah, with us cooking shows, I will watch The Pioneer Woman mm-hmm. on the weekends. <laughs> we'll get a good hour, hour and a half of that sometimes. Uh, kids Baking Championships. Sometimes she'll have on Master Chef. I think that's what that oh, is. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. She loves cooking shows. I watched a little bit of Bridgerton, did some of that. <laughs> Eddie, you watch anything your wife's? 
Uh, yeah, HGTV, man. Ugh. House Hunters. Ugh. Uh, J- Chip and Joanna. Ugh. But then after, like, again, like, weeks and weeks of watching this, I'm like, it's actually not bad. I'm rooting for, like, the house. I'm like, yeah, that's so nice. I love it. Good job, Chip. <laughs> <laughs> Do you... I, I have never seen Chip and Joanna. People love them, though. <laughs> My wife loves them. What is their appeal? I, just the fact that they go... Well, I, I, she, I think she likes their dynamic. Their marriage is really cool, and the way they mess with each other is really cool, but... I mean, she just likes the way they can really flip a house, like literally turn to like a trash, trash house into like a beautiful, beautiful home. Who are your favorite house flipper people? What couples like, <laughs> or H, do you have a favorite? Oh, I like a fixer upper and except for, I think they, they, the they got a divorce. Yeah, so I like, like them they were too. together and then there's, they had the show as a married couple and they got a divorce and they still do it together. And the girls re like uh, got a new dude. Yeah. So, Wait, they're still doing the show together? Yes. Yeah. So it gets a little awkward at times. <laughs> so not only are you seeing an interesting house flip situation, but you got the side drama of their relationship. Yeah. Uh, they so show like, that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's so part of the show. She doesn't mess around. No way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They like, talk about getting divorced? Yes, they had to address it because they were married and then they were divorced and they still have the show. So, of course, yes, it's a it's a topic. Wow. You can tell sometimes <laughs> when she's just like so annoyed or he's annoyed and you're like, oh. Yours? My, what, the one she does for me? You know, your favorite couple, like your favorite Oh, no, show. I'll, I'll go with those, the divorce couple, because when they were together, they were great. And then they got divorced and I was like, what? Like, I thought they had a good dynamic. And then I'm like, of course, TV, we really don't know. Yeah, but you But then the fact that they followed the story and kind of how they have to work together still, like, I like them. Are they still funny together on camera? Yeah. I don't know if the word's funny. It's awkward. Yeah. And that's what's cool about it. <laughs> she, sometimes you kind of have a feeling of like, oh, yeah, no wonder he didn't work out with her. <laughs> like, she's a lot. But then Eddie's right. It's like TV. So you don't really know exactly how the people, they really are. And it could be edited a certain way. But... Do you like him better than her? <laughs> you said she's a lot. She's a lot. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to pick. I don't know them well enough to pick sides, but sometimes she's a lot. I'll just leave it there. My favorite couple is the twins. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. Uh, Drew and... Um, the Property Brothers. Property Brothers. Mm, my favorite. They've always been really nice to me, too. So, yeah, yeah I like that. Uh, Jonathan Scott. and Drew Scott. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. We played softball with them, too. Once. Yeah, yeah. 877 uh, bobby Hit us up, leave us a voicemail, talk to us on the air. We'd love to talk to you. Over the past year, Lunchbox has started to love to call 911. And you don't call it as a joke. No, I call it in emergency situations. When I see something, I'm the first to call 911. A DUI, like someone driving under the influence or swerving all the road, got to call 911. There's a car break in, 911. I find a guy lying on the side of the road, 911. And I'm, I'm on that line of, is he calling too much? But I'm glad he's calling. But recently, he told us that a lady had her car broken into at the park. Yeah, we were at the park at the playground, and as she was leaving with her two kids, she comes back crying, and someone had smashed out her window and broken into her car. So they had stolen her phone. Who's there to call 911? This guy. Woohoo! Man on the spot. And you they know? told you this isn't really for 911? Yeah, they, they kind of said, we'll send an officer, but it's not an emergency. So, Scuba Steve, let me ask you a question. How did you get this audio? So I reached out. I have a connect at uh, Nashville Metro, and I got the audio from them. Scuba Steve can get in touch with anybody for anything. And so you call and go, hey, we need – did you find the time that Lunchbox called? Yeah, he gave me his phone and showed me where he called, the time, the date, and everything. And then he found it and pulled it up, and then he gave me the audio. (laughs) They just emailed it to you? Yeah, I have the audio. Yeah, they gave it. Okay, here we go. Here's the clip. It's 61 seconds. 
The question is, is he a hero or is he a Karen? I haven't heard it either. Oh, Karen! <laughs> well, a lot of good. listeners, and you even told us they said this wasn't. Oh, I did call the cops. I forgot about the calling the cops on that graduation party. What up? Woo-woo! Okay, here we go. Here's Lunchbox calling 911. Tuesday, January 26th, the time 6.06 p.m. 911, what's your emergency? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'd like to report a, a robbery. Okay, what's your address? I mean, I don't know the exact address. It's the dog park right here, Shelby Community Center. I think it's... Um, Nineteenth, 20th, uh, 20th and Lillian. Okay, and can you tell me what happened? Uh, yeah, we were playing at the park. It was me and my two kids, and there were some other families here. And one lady with her two kids, she went to get in her car, and someone had busted out the window. Okay, was there anything taken from the vehicle? They took her diaper bag, which had her phone and her wallet with <laughs> uh, everything in it. And is everyone okay? Are there any injuries or anything? No, everyone's fine. You know, we're just standing here. She just doesn't have a phone. She's a little shaken up. You know, she's kind of crying. And Okay, okay. Well, 911 is usually used for emergencies only, but in this circumstance, I will have an officer come into your direction, okay? Okay, all right. Thank you so much. I mean, I sound like awesome. Huh. I don't... Is that a robbery, though? <laughs> That's my first question. Because I heard to report a robbery. Well, I know that robbery and burglary are different. It, like robbery is if you're home Held. and burglary is if it, every, the house or the car was empty. Yeah. I think. So I think, it's, I don't think that you're reporting a robbery. That's why she was like, is everybody okay? Oh. You were reported a bur- <laughs> Well, I mean, it could be the a other way. A robbery is 911. Robbery is 911. Burglary, maybe it is too. I don't know. But I thought you did pretty good. I don't think you sounded like a Karen. You did get into professional voice, though, a little bit. Did you guys hear him get into- Oh, yeah. He's like, actually, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, a Berkeley or- <laughs> burglary occurs when someone enters a place without the consent. Like, no one is there to even do anything. And then a robbery is when someone is, like, using force or threatening. So that means someone is in their presence. Heck, we're lucky you didn't report a murder and a kidnapping. <laughs> <laughs> Way to be calm, though, in such a tense situation. I mean, especially right after a robbery happened 10 feet from where I was. Not a robbery, a burglary. A burglary. Didn't you just happen upon the broken glass? It didn't happen in front of you. Well, I mean, I was at the playground. The parking lot's, you know, 15, 20 feet away. So so. you exaggerated a little bit, but still good was done. Also, heads up, if you go to that dog park, uh, breaking into windows there is common. Part of it. It's on the sign. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, heads up, if you park here, park at your own risk. I'm not going to say that was a Karen. Mm. You didn't lie a little bit. I just don't think you knew. I think from that you learned, oh, I should call a different 1-1 for this. Oh. Yeah. But again, you didn't see it, though. Didn't you say you kind of saw it? Uh, no, I don't know if I said I saw it. I just said she went to her car and the window was busted out and she came back. She was kind of upset. And so I, I love know. how you're like, I got this. I'll be the one to call 911. Mm-hmm. I got this. I don't even know you, but I got it. You know what? We're still going to applaud you for this. Yeah. yeah. Thank, you. Thank you. And not a Karen. Mm-hmm. There it is. On my podcast, The Bobby Cast, we had Scuba Steve stop by and I asked him about his name. I said, Where'd you get Scuba Steve? It was just assigned to you, right? Yeah, it was given to me as an intern way back in the day in Orlando. It was when that movie Big Daddy was out, and Scuba Steve was like a the little Scuba character. Steve. Yeah, the little character, right? Yeah, the, when the Adam Sandler played, yeah. So, but here's where it gets crazy. Do you know the story? I don't think so. Okay. Scuba Steve, um, you've been married for how long? Four, th- four years. Okay. And his wife's dad 
passed away how many years ago? When she was 12, so probably 20 years ago. And how did he die? He died scuba diving. So. Oh. Her husband. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. man. So, so oh. his wife's dad died scuba diving, and she meets a guy named Scuba Steve. And so now she's married to a guy named Scuba Steve. Mm-hmm. When her dad died scuba diving, and every day she's reminded about scuba-ing. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I mean, is that is it something that is triggering for her? Uh, I think it was a long time ago, and she's okay with it. And she never mentioned it to me my entire time dating. Because, I mean, I worked on the radio. That's how she met me, was through the radio and all this. She never mentioned it to me ever, never said, hey, this is a weird coincidence. You know, what are the odds? <laughs> Here you are, your wife. Yeah. We'll call her Miss Scuba. Yeah. Ooh, I don't even like to call oh, her that. Ooh, no, ooh, I know. I know. And so what are the odds? We'll call her Miss Steve. <laughs> <laughs> that Miss Steve's dad died scuba diving, first of all. Crazy. Then, of all the guys in all the world that she can meet, she were you scuba Steve when you met her? I was, yeah. How did you meet her? I met her on the radio when I was going through a divorce. Uh, we put out this, like, APB, find Steve a new girl. What? There's another story here! What's happening? It's endless. So you meet her through someone going, hey, come find this guy, girl. Exactly, yeah, on the radio. And she was one of the people that emailed and called in and went on this whole, like, saga of dating and all this stuff. And it turned out that, obviously, we were a great match and we got married. That's how she met me was through that. So she already knew I was Scuba Steve. It was, there was no hiding it. Okay, can I say something in regards to that? Like, what if she was, like, I know this might sound weird, but she was drawn to your name being Scuba Steve in some way, like the scuba. And that's like her dad being like, hey, this is the guy for you. This is Scuba Steve. Oh I God, don't know. That's like a sign of some sort. That I get can that, be yeah. a stretch, but that's I mean. That's a big stretch. Yeah. I would think you'd be the opposite. I want <laughs> Land Walker Steve. <laughs> I know. I want scuba Steve. If it were a sign. Um, <laughs> but how ironic. Yeah. And how sad that her dad died scuba diving, Terrible. and then she marries a guy named Scuba Steve. Mm. That's mm. crazy to me. And she never have said, hey, never said, in your moves, because Scuba talks about it on my podcast, he went from Orlando to San Francisco to Los Angeles. He could have changed his name at any point. Yeah. And she never said, hey, can we drop the Scuba? Never said to drop it, never mentioned it. She's okay with it, apparently. Do you think she would care if you went scuba diving? Maybe. Maybe she would because of that incident. And I've, we've never talked about going, so I don't think that it would be a problem. But I, I think she'd probably be like, hey, let's, let's maybe stay away from that, that part of the world. When did, you, when did she tell you that that's how her dad died? So she didn't tell me. So when I was working in San Francisco radio, they brought over this psychic, and I got a special reading from him off air. And he was telling me all these things about that's surrounding me and, and things I didn't get or understand because it wasn't even about me. It was about her father and her grandfather and all these things. I recorded the audio. I brought it home to my wife and I played it back for her. And she goes, oh, that's interesting. Um, one of the guys who's telling you about who, who passed away in a deep, dark place, my dad passed away scuba diving. I wonder if that's him. And that was him in the studio with you when he were, you were talking to this psychic. What's happening? <laughs> no, I don't know. Crazy, huh? It's crazy she never told you. Yeah, that y'all And your name was Scuba Steve. Did you ever wonder where her dad was? Oh, yeah. I mean, she told me he had passed, but never gave me the reason what, like, how he passed. Okay. Hold on. And you met her on a radio contest? Pretty much, yeah. For content for the show, yeah. How many girls did you go out with in this contest? Or content? Um, About four to five. I would say, because there was there hundreds came through, thousands. Okay, Bracker, we get it. Flex. <laughs> I didn't hire beating them off with a stick. And so you went out with four or five girls? Yeah. Did you go out with any after her? 
She was the last one because then it was it was her and that was it. And then you guys said, "It's us." Yeah, pretty much. Date after date, it just kept going and building, and and she was it. That was the one. Dang, Scuba. Do you want us to change your name? Yeah, has Scuba ever thought about changing his name because of that? Well, I wanted to go by Stephen Hollywood, like way back in the day, but then because <laughs> <Why? laughs> I manifested going to LA, basically. But that's pretty Stephen lame. Hollywood. That sounds like hey, a, I had terrible names too. Like a, <laughs> yeah, a yeah, d- yeah. adult film mm-hmm. star, Stephen <laughs> Hollywood. <laughs> well, Stephen Hollywood, thank you for that story. You're very welcome. Scuba. I mean, inside that story, which you were like, "What was two more what's?" Yeah, and the psychic, you feel like the psychic yeah. saw her dad around you? He saw her, he saw her grandfather and her uncle. He told me all kinds of things that I didn't get until I played the audio back for her. So you believe in psychics? Um, not everyone, just some. Just that one? Just that one, yeah. yeah. The only one that impressed me. Okay. Well, there you go. There's another unbelievable Scuba Steve story. Crazy. Well, there's like three in that one little box there. <laughs> but there you go. Are you, are you fulfilled? Yes. Okay. Are you entertained? Yes. Nice. <laughs> I, I say that with the inflection because I feel bad that it's off the death of her dad. Will okay. you ask her if you she's ever wanted you to change your name? Yeah, I'll ask her. I'll find out for you. Or is that sensitive? No, I'll ask her. It's, it's no big deal. Okay, let us know. Okay, cool. All right, there he is. Scuba Steve back with another unbelievable story. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Oakland, California. A man was at the airport. His flight's delayed. He's upset. So what's he do? Calls in a bomb threat because he's mad at the airline for having a delayed flight. Dude, there's no there's no foresight with these folks. No, they don't really think it through. What do you do? You just call the a line and then say, hey, there's a bomb? Like, what do I, you, don't, how do- I don't know. I don't know. You call, like, the Southwest <laughs> Airlines yeah. gate. And do you fake a voice like, oh, this is Nico Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> this is Nico Jackson. Don't look under the table. Just leave. So many questions. Yeah, the bomb threat thing. It, it seems to never work out for folks. But no. it doesn't really make sense because he's mad the plane is delayed. Mm-hmm. So telling them there's a bomb in your <laughs> it's bag. It's going to delay it. it, it, it just, it's like it's going to blow if you don't go faster. <laughs> okay. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Thanks for being here. We would not be able to pay our mortgages or eat our meals without you listening. Right, Amy? That's right. We appreciate you. Thank you. We'll see you soon. Bobby Bones.